0: Welcome back to another special edition of Soul Back. I'm here with Ed. What's going on, Ed?
1: What's up, player? I am here, ready to talk about some news that has been flying across the interwebs. And as usual, I'm grouchy about it, so get ready. Well, let's not waste any time. This is a special edition.
0: I know it's going to be a lengthy one, but we had to talk about the news of R. Kelly and him being removed from playlists on basically every streaming um, platform out there from Spotify. I think Apple Music has joined in on it. Um, Man, what do you think about this? Take R. Kelly, the person outside of this, but as an artist, I know you had mentioned this kind of puts us in a gray area in terms of how we're perceiving artists.
1: It is, for me... As a creative and as a creative, I mean that as a writer and not necessarily a musician, but lumping us all together into one kind of package to me, I find it very, very, very troubling. And let me preface this by saying this. I know I've written about this a lot over on soulandstereo.com. If you want to see a more fleshed out look at my opinion, and we've talked about it a lot on the SoulAndStereo and Serial Stifer on Facebook but just for the podcast audience, I want to give a little bit of background and make clear from jump. Although I know we got a lot of R. Kelly fans in the house, I think that dude is guilty as sin of a lot of the stuff that he is being accused of. However, here is where I have a problem. In the eyes of the law, R. Kelly was tried in 2003. He was found not guilty. And he has not faced charges since. I'm not talking about Twitter beefs or Instagram rumors or people talking about stuff and having think pieces written about them. Legally, there has been no charges for well over, I mean, we're going on 20 years at this point that he's faced anything. So at this point, to remove him from playlists is an arbitrary move. And I understand what Spotify is doing because this is a good pr move that doesn't really affect their bottom line so to be clear they're not removing him from everything you can still go to spotify whatever and search for r kelly songs but if you go to those playlists that are curated that it's like new music and summer playlists his stuff won't be included there and i understand from a pr perspective if they put it out there, it looks like they're supporting him. And by taking it off, it looks like we're taking a strong stand against them. But you notice they aren't taking his music off because that's what hurt their pocketbook. And at the end of the day, this is about dollars. And removing him would be too detrimental to that pocketbook. No, and,
0: and I absolutely agree with you. And more to that, I mean, I'm thinking... You know, we talk about the PR move that they're trying to do with this, but what are their intentions with removing just R. Kelly's music from the playlist? I mean, do we then go further and say let's remove everything that R. Kelly has written and produced as well? Because, I mean, if we're if the message is we're not going to support R. Kelly at all, I mean, you listen to an Aaliyah record that R. Kelly produced, that's still going into R. Kelly's pocket whether you like it or not. So I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish aside from the PR tactic.
1: Well, that's exactly what it is. And again, it proves as a PR move. And there have been a lot of blowback for me talking out about against it. And the reason why I'm bothered by this is because, yes, we're just taking off his songs. But if we're going to do this, we have to go all in because an R. Kelly produced record it's the same thing as an R. Kelly song, as a same thing is an R. Kelly feature. He's still getting money if it's popular. If we don't want to promote his material, then I believe I Can Fly gotta go. As your Best Remix gotta go. Fiesta gotta go. Because it's all doing the same thing. That is why I'm bothered by this. I'm also bothered by this because, yes, it's easy to beat up on R. Kelly right now because most people despise R. Kelly. So, hey, who cares? This is what he gets. But we aren't we're doing this arbitrarily because there is no... again, there's no charges against him. We're doing it because the public opinion is against him. So what makes it any different than Michael Jackson? Now, a couple of years ago, a couple of decades ago, Michael Jackson faced the same sort of charges. And I've heard the internet say, "Oh, well, this is different. Well, no, how is it different? He faced charges, he got off. But the difference is the internet is still saying this is a problem. Whereas Michael, we kind of re-embraced him. So if we're just doing this based off of public opinion, everybody's at risk. I mean, I remember when Mystical went to jail for raping the girl. Your boy cousin Chris, he got locked up for doing what he did. Ike Turner, Brian McKnight, Dr. Dre, we can go all day long. I don't understand why the hottest rapper in the game right now, for God knows whatever reason, that 6'9", dude, the dude looks like a freaking... Xylophone from the preschool era is like the hottest rapper in the game. He has charges against him for filming underage sex with a girl. He was in the video grinding on some girl who was like 16 or something. I don't know. But we just say, oh, because we are picking and choosing our battles. And as much as I despise R. Kelly, it is not fair to pick and choose who we should ban and not ban. And that's what we're doing. Because when it comes down to your favorite one day getting banned, then we're going to be think-piecing it to death.
0: No, absolutely. Listen, you and I can both, we can agree, we're both huge fans of the Me Too movement, the feminist movement, everything that's going on. But to me, because as we talk about this, I read an article recently, there's petitions now to take down Chris Brown's music from Spotify. Actually, they want Chris Brown dropped from RCA Records um Mm -hmm. nelly was linked to this article eminem uh the red hot chili pepper and it looks like they're just targeting certain people but like you said everyone has skeletons in their closet so if we're going to do this we got to do it for all and i don't think we'll ever get to that
1: If we are trying to be if this the whole Me Too movement is about fairness, it's about giving women and people an opportunity to speak who have since been silenced and fairly giving their story a chance for their stories to be told. But what we are seeing is not fair. We're targeting who we want to. Khalees Khalees just came out a couple weeks ago and said and levy accusations against Nas for beating her. That's the same thing that Chris Brown did. So you want to get rid of Illmatic and all that? I've already seen people say, Oh, well, that's different. That's different because this was this hasn't been substantiated. And Chris Brown actually did happen. Yep, it did happen. And we saw the actual pictures. But if we're looking at it by the law, he actually served his time. He served his time. He did a little rag to community service. Yes, he's still a piece of garbage as a human being. We know that. But as far as we're not taking off music of people who are bad. We're taking off... Again, the thought is we're taking off people who have committed crimes. And if we are doing that, you're going to be sitting up there with Kurt Franklin and maybe Kelly Price. Well, no, Kelly Price probably done something, too. So you're going to have not very many music artists to choose from on your Spotify if we're going to wipe out everybody who has ever offended somebody at some point in life. We just have to think this thing through because if we are just jumping to conclusions and taking off people who have just had accusations levied against them, eventually there's going to be an innocent party. that's going to be wrapped up in this and we're going to miss their music.
0: Well, listen, Ed, I have a solution that will fix all of this. If you do not support R Kelly and everything that he's done in his past, just don't listen to R Kelly. You don't have to search him up on Spotify Go listen to somebody else. If you don't support Chris Brown, and I've had girls turn me down for dates because they found out I listened to Chris Brown. That's their choice, but that shouldn't remove me from the ability to listen to Chris Brown. So that's what I'm saying. Everyone just needs to have their own filter. We don't need somebody to filter things out for us. We can make our own decisions. We're grown adults,
1: and let's just leave it at that. I think peop- I think a lot of music fans don't realize the power they have. You have the power to make somebody a star. You have the power to make somebody a bum on the street. And the reason why we're still getting R. Kelly albums in 2018 is because y'all still buying them. Y'all still doing this stuff. And if you really have an issue with him his music and you want to step away from it, it is on you to step away from it. Self-policing is the only way we get around this because the issue gets too sticky otherwise like Kyle said it should be your decision. I mean, I would break up with him too as much as he listen to Ashanti, but hey, that's his choice. <laughs> so, I think we need to put the the um the ability to police back in our hands and not make people make those decisions for us because if we're just arbitrarily just taking off stuff because so we're mad and we it's cancel culture and I'm canceling so and so because they're mad at me, I'm mad at them right now. That's unfair. I remember a few years back when, I can't remember what it was exactly, but Twitter got mad at Michael B. Jordan because he allegedly said something on Snapchat. And they were like, we're boycotting all Michael B. Jordan movies. And then he came out and proved that it was a lie. And then everybody was like, oh, okay, come on now. Like, we cannot let public opinion and those type of things justify somebody's career. Again, R. Kelly is a piece of garbage. I believe that in my heart of hearts and soul of souls. But I also don't think that it's fair to snatch somebody's music off if he is not facing charges. No charges have been levied. And we just start snatching off other people who may or may not have done something bad that we don't like right now.
0: Man, you are absolutely right on this, and I'll tell you what, Ed, there's probably fans out there who are sweating and hoping that the next TMZ article that comes out, that it's not about their favorite artist. because Ed, let me tell you, <laughs> if something comes out about Ashanti, I'm throwing hands.
1: <laughs> I can guarantee you that Ashanti will probably be fine. Now, when I have to review her next album, I don't know how fine she would be about that. That'll be a different discussion, player. <laughs>
0: No, that will definitely be a, a different discussion. Is there anything else you want to add to this R. Kelly fiasco that's going on? I mean, you know, it's gone to the point where now you cannot find his music on various um, Spotify playlists. I mean, it's crazy to even imagine that because he was such a pivotal part of 90s R&B. Imagine going to a 90s R&B playlist and not finding R. Kelly on there. As much as I hate the guy and all that he's done... Allegedly, um, that's just a weird thing to see.
1: I think it's, it's, hard for the, it's hard for the culture. And again, I have said, and even personally, I'll be honest with you, I really don't care that he's off the playlist personally. It doesn't hurt my feelings. But when we go back to, and, and I've talked about this a million times to a million fans, just because he is a horrible human being, and again, I believe that, does not mean that we can take away his legacy and what he's done. And for better part of twenty years, he has been the standard bearer for R and B, for our genre. So you can't go back and erase that, no matter what's done. However, honestly, even though it doesn't hurt my heart that he's not on these playlists, it's not fair that he's not on the playlist solely because there have not really been. There is no arbitrary system to take him off. There's no charges, there's nothing of that sort, he hasn't done anything different, he hasn't been convicted, we're just taking it off because we don't like him. And if we are using that measurement to just take off people that we don't like at the moment, it's going to be a slippery slope that's going to affect a lot of artists and affect a lot of the music that we listen to. It's unfair, as much as I hate to say on Mr. Mr. Pissy Pants, it's unfair to him to move it that way i ain't listening to him i if you don't want to listen to him don't listen to him but you shouldn't demand these music sites snatch people off with absolutely no charges and no backing other than this lady on twitter say he's me
0: and there you have it and before we get out of here ed on a semi-serious note or question should the black panties album be on spotify or can we take that one out
1: Plan, we need to take that one out back, put fifteen <laughs> bullets in his head, and be done with it. What a piece of garbage album. But they hey, somebody's gonna say I'm <laughs> defending our Kelly before the end of this thing.
0: See, we hold artists accountable. And that's what you guys should do. But yep. that's all I'm saying. Hold the artists accountable. Leave it up to the law to decide what, are, what they did and what they did not do. All you can do as a consumer is choose what you want to listen to and what you don't want to listen to. Real tall. So there you have it. That's the special edition of the podcast. If you like this, if you like what we're talking about and you want to hear more, listen to the Soulback Podcast. It comes on every week. We have a different guest. But until then, this is Kyle. That's Ed. And we'll talk to you next time.
1: We out.